Well, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. I'm joined with a special guest today, Stephen Powell. <laughs> it's me. I, I appreciate you calling me special. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, well, uh, you will be sadly uh, discouraged to realize that it's just uh, just uh, just Stephen uh, and me today. But what we wanted to do is to be able to give uh, an overview uh, of our ministries. You know, this is one of the busiest times of the year because not only is our university students back, of which you know yesterday or Sunday was such a rich. Uh, day. Uh, the cookout was a blast and seeing several of our families uh, returning as well with uh, pre-K ministry firing back up. Uh, you know, it was a it was a sweet and full day, Stephen. Uh, but it made me think of as Roman was leading announcements for us, this is how many, how many announcements we have. So we're taking today to give a little bit of an overview uh, from the lens of Word Worship Service Family. Uh, so this this lens of of saying, hey, these are these are healthy marks and the life of a maturing disciple. Uh, and so we want to take a moment, walk through several of those. And uh, as you're listening to this, you can think through not only the tool that is the the bulletin uh, of looking through on a Sunday morning and saying, okay, am I involved with a group devoted to the word uh, this fall? Uh, if I'm not, then, hey, let me find one of those that, that might be a right fit for me. Uh, to commit in and, and to lean to it as we devoted to the word together. Uh, and then the same corporate worship. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the diet that we try to build in on a monthly basis uh, into each of our lives and why that should be a priority for us. We'll talk about service a little bit, some unique components of service and that COVID we're realizing is is uh, is bringing more opportunities on than we perhaps realized on a normal basis. Uh, and then family, just leaning in, uh, being hospitable one to another and to our neighbors. Uh, so let's go back through that and let's talk about a couple of ways, uh, Stephen, that we can talk about being devoted to the Word. Uh, let's talk first, uh, we talk about our different ministries. Let's talk a little bit more about small group ministries. I know we had Keith on uh, and we'll have our different small groups. We'll be uh, firing up in full uh, on and, and kind of three different options. So beginning on Wednesday, uh, the 16th, uh, we'll have small groups. We'll have several Wednesday night small groups that we'll be firing off. Uh, and then also we'll have several Sunday uh, small groups, Sunday night small groups that will be taking place on the 20th. So that'll be the first kickoff of our small group ministry. Um, Stephen, would you give us some kind of insights? You know, I know you shared before, not too long ago even, about what small groups have played in your life. Uh, but what are some of the tactics that, that you all are taking as, as you approach uh, this semester? Yeah, so we are, just as an example for our group, um, in an effort to devote ourselves to the Word, we are uh, going through um, a book of the Bible. We're, we're studying um, progressively through that, and um, we're using you know a book to help us do that. But we're taking time to to go and and really um, feast upon the word and uh, doing that together. But part of what what also helps us um, to submit to the word is you know the challenge that we give to one another in, a, in an exchange as we respond to the word. So um, it's not only just a, a Bible study, but it's also um, applying that study and that applying the word together. And uh, holding each other accountable to that. So we'll study the word and then we will 
pray together and we will share how that how how we're going to seek to apply that together. So it's uh it's it's a joy to be able to do that with other believers and that has proved for me just over the life of of um my believing life, you know, to have people around me um to challenge me and to push me into the word uh, has been incredibly beneficial for my soul. And so we're seeing that in our group and and in our groups as a whole in our church we're seeing that happen. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of soul care that takes place in our small group ministry, and I, I don't know if everyone realizes that how many how many times when someone gets sick uh, or they need something, uh, small groups are really I, I kind of refer to them as nets. They're they're just extra fishermen nets. Scripture calls us to be fishers of men, uh, and that's what the Lord calls us to. And uh, we need to be netted ourselves together, and and small groups are an incredible net. Uh, for our people to take advantage of. Uh, you'll never know when you'll need somebody else to come along and scoop you up and encourage you. And mm-hmm. and the opportunity and how the Lord grows us to be able to know somebody well enough to identify some needs, to say, hey, how, you know, I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. How are you doing? Let me pray for you. Uh, or just yeah. to notice if somebody's down. Well, if you're in their life on a weekly basis, you can see that a lot easier uh, when you're when you're face-to-face, you know, in a smaller group devoted to the Word. So our small mm-hmm. groups really accomplish a lot of those different different purposes. Uh, and shepherding after people. Uh, mm-hmm. Our other groups, we think of men's ministry and women's ministry. And, and you know, in an ideal world, if time allows, we would love for people to be involved with each of those, that uh, that our ladies would be able to be involved in, uh, you know, the different activities that our women's ministry does. They do uh, in-depth Bible study. As, as Kim said, uh, they'll be getting kicked off in full in October. Uh, and with the goal then, uh, it will it'll be taking place on a Tuesday night option and a Wednesday morning option. Uh, but also, you know, our, our ladies do a great job of having uh, strategic fellowship times. Um, and if you're a lady that's not, you know, plugged in or connected or you feel like, hey, you know, I don't really know a lot of people, uh, Kim uh, and, and her uh, office at the church, now she is always just loves to be able to get together with, with ladies uh, doing coffee, tea. Um, she, let's be honest. She's probably one of the probably the funnest person on staff. Her or Cynthia, I don't know which one, <laughs> uh, but they are just full of energy and life. And and so uh, I'd encourage any of our ladies listening. You know, in addition to to being engaged in small group, is lean into women's ministry because you will get known, uh, and you will get deeply digging into scripture uh, with other ladies of various ages. Uh, so be involved, you know, if time allows, be involved uh, in a small group, be involved in a women's group. Uh, and if uh, if you're a, a man, uh, we want you to be involved in in one of our uh, men's ministry huddles uh, that'll be kicking off here in September, mid-September. And one of the things that, that Zach highlighted for us that I really want to stress is that this is a six-week commitment uh, where you're partnering together with just three other men. And if you're not in a huddle, uh, you just sign up online. We will get you plugged into to a, a, a men's huddle. Uh, these huddles are flexible, meaning, uh, you know, so the, the huddle that I'll be a part of for the, this next quarter, this six-week sprint, uh, we're going to find out when does it work for everybody, and that's when we'll meet. So it may be early, maybe late, maybe over lunch. We'll kind of play it by ear on a week-to-week basis. But this is intentional time of praying together, intentional time of, uh, you know, making sure we're shepherding our, our families and responsibilities well, uh, confessing sin together, uh, and then just reading some scripture together uh, and getting God's word into our minds and, and ourselves into God's word. 
Uh, so these are great opportunities, men, to be uh, engaged. And I think most of us then, if we are able to, we can we can prioritize, we can find 45 minutes or an hour for a six-week sprint uh, mm-hmm. to take place. And uh, I'm better for it, and uh, I think all of our men are as well. So uh, what would you, uh, you know, if you wanted to get involved with one of those, a small group ministry, men's ministry, or women's ministry, sign up. Be, I encourage you, take a first step to do so. Uh, and Stephen, I want to ask you on this before we move on to to the worship component. Um, it's been a long time since you and I have been new. I mean, we've been at even though we're in staff positions, we've been at Grace now for uh, each of us now over two years. Uh, kind of what what did you what have you learned in being in a, here in Newtown and getting involved? Even though you're expected to get involved, uh, what have you and Megan learned that have been helpful for you to be able to build? Uh, meaningful relationships and getting into the word together with other other believers here. Do you have any tips or tricks or encouragements you'd give? Yeah, I think I think particularly being new. So if you're a college student, maybe who's listening to this and you're just trying to figure it out, or you're moving into town and and whatever. I think that it's. I think that um, there are a lot of people that are here that have been here a long time, and there are a lot of people that are here that have not. I think it would be easy to come in and think. Mm, man, they've been here a long time. There's not maybe a good spot for me. And I would just say that's absolutely not true. <laughs> um, there are a lot of people who are incredibly warm and welcoming and want to invest in people like you. I can't tell you how many people I've had just say, we want you to, we want you to feel at home here and we want to serve you and, and know you and be here for you. And if you need anything, let me know. And, hmm. um, and I've been able to like text and call people. And last minute people are there to, to help. And so um, I would say don't believe the lie that there's not a good spot for you to squeeze in. Um, but I, I would say it does take some effort for you to take the initial steps of if you if you want family, if you want community, it's there for you. But you do have to to take some steps and push in yourself. It's not just a receive thing. You've got to give and be vulnerable and be willing to do that as well. Um, but people are hungry for community and people are – I mean we we've seen that. Uh, in times where uh, we've done things like this, this men's group, or we've had a time where we get together and study the word together, and people are wanting that. Um, and not only are are like young people uh, seeking, you know, ad- advice and help from older older men and older women, but we've seen just the the, the opposite is true as well, where um, where more I'll call them more seasoned folks are uh are seeking um the energy and the the drive and the whatever of of younger folks who are who are hungry that's that's cyclical and it's it's um it's it's beautiful to see it that that uh that that's actually all over the place people are are striving for that um and so it's it's been really joyful and i, I think that um i think in moments of weakness it's easy for me to say Man, my family's not here, you know, but um but the Lord has continued to minister to our family and shown us that the body of Christ is everywhere and and uh it is truly just a blessing to be able to have this family here with us. Hmm. 
That's good. You know, and, and this philosophy makes its way into every ministry. So our refuge ministry has groups for our students because this is a, a mark of healthy discipleship. Even if you're a sixth grader, our kids ministry uh, that John leads, it's got it's got groups that take place, Sunday morning groups, and then when Wednesday and Sunday take place. And that's a thing to realize when our small groups do start up on Wednesday and Sunday nights. In the past, we've had programming for our pre-K all the way through, uh, you know, kids ministry. Uh, that's all happened on Wednesday nights only. Uh, because of COVID and, and space being limited, and, and we want to make sure we keep our numbers uh, just as safe as possible and and, uh, and yet a productive, great time, we'll be having this semester uh, a Wednesday night and a Sunday night programming nights. Uh, those will be the same material. Uh, so uh, families, of course, you can't, you won't bring your children to each of those. Uh, but if you're a part of a Sunday night small group, your your children, uh, birth all the way, you know, through fifth grade, will have a uh, a, a full training time uh, for that evening at for, at six o'clock at the church, where you'll be able to uh, uh, to bring your children, uh, and they'll be loved on and trained and 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 cleaned up after, and all the social distance things will be modeled. And the same if you have a Wednesday night small group, there'll be uh, full uh, pre K and kids care as well. That will be taking place, and our student ministry will be meeting only on Wednesday nights. Uh, but something I'd encourage you, if you're uh, a small group on Sunday nights, is consider enrolling your middle school and high school students, uh, if that's acceptable, uh, into your group. Uh, that's a that's a great way to see them shaped and build meaningful relationships with other uh, adults uh, on a Sunday night time. So all of these, our preschool ministry, our, our Rome with our cross point ministry, groups devoted to the Word is a key part of that. And then we move on to uh, to worship, gospel center worship. Uh, well, you just think about the month, you know, on a basic month of what kind of diet we're getting. Well, we always observe the Lord's Supper uh, every last Sunday of the month. Uh, we we always have a time uh, of, of preaching the Word, of reading Scripture, uh, a time of prayer, uh, a formal time be- to begin our service of a call to worship uh, that, Stephen, you usually lead us in that transitions us into in clearly why are we here, a statement of purpose. Uh, and then likewise, we've been uh, having a diet, uh, you know, a couple times a month of uh, a time of confession uh, of sin and then assurance of pardon as we look to the faithfulness of God and uh, in our in our services. Uh, of course, a time of giving as well. Uh, you know, these are regular diets that we try to, to weave in and into what we're doing. And, and something that you talk about so often, Stephen, is corporate singing, congregational singing, uh, and how I'm not going to repeat a, a sermon over and over again. Uh, and, uh, but we, when we sing, uh, we put a priority on sound biblical theology in our, and our uh, lyrics and the words that we're singing, uh, and they so often—I mean, always—really they they complement the text that we're that we're sitting under that that Sunday. Uh, you, you talk a lot about congregational singing, and, and and can you explain just in a minute or so what that looks like to be able to how that encourages others, and and some of the plans that you have for uh, our our worship ministry at Grace Bible, and how to, how you think maybe we can take that. Uh, and and encourage each other in an even greater way in the in the months to come, particularly post COVID. Yeah, so um, congregational singing is the priority of uh, the worship ministry of our church and and of our church's philosophy as a whole when it comes to music in uh, in worship services. And so, a couple of the the ideas, a couple of passages that you could go to or verses you could go to really are Colossians three. And Ephesians five uh, that have kind of those um, 
those commands for us. And so, you know, Colossians three sixteen, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, uh, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So not only is it we're, we're singing uh, to the Lord, obviously, Scripture commands us to do that, but we're also singing to and over one another. Um, it's a ministry to uh, to each other to sing together. That as we as we look around and people are singing these truths, it's it's a it's a balm. It's a healing to our souls. Um, to if we're in a moment of struggle or we're uh, beat down with sin or we're whatever it is, we hear the church around us singing the gospel. It it, it encourages our hearts to actually believe the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it is a help for us to do that. So the the um, the church um, is is the great the greatest choir that there is. Uh, we are we are a great choir, uh, and so we sing over one another. And just like you said, um, we as much as I wish I could hum your sermons, Brent, I just can't. Like I can't, I can't, uh, I can't take that and sing it with me the rest of the afternoon. And as much as I wish I could, um, but we can sing. You know, a lot of times I find myself humming and singing these songs through the rest of the afternoon, and maybe even throughout the rest of the week that we've sung together on Sunday. Um, and so, you know, people, uh, the church is incredibly gracious. You know, they'll come up to me just like they do to you and, and encourage me and say, you know, Stephen, I'm just so grateful for how you led us today. And what I don't think people realize is that I actually think I have the best seat in the house where I'm actually being ministered to by the entire body as I get to look at the whole church singing the truth my direction. And I get to see mm. them, you know, doing that. And there's t- there's Sundays, frankly, you know, where it's hard, you know, where I'm I'm struggling and I get to see the body of Christ singing the truth and my heart is lifted up and encouraged. Hmm. And so part of what um, – a, a way that we're seeking to kind of help the church continue to be an encouragement to herself is uh, we're going to start something called the Grace Bible Church Worship Choir. And so um, what that essentially is going to be is – a slice of the congregation up on the stage to be an encouragement to itself. Um, and so it's going to be an aid to help facilitate congregational singing. Um, and so we, we're going to, you know, be enlisting people that are, that are, um, that are in, an encouragement to the church. You know, I, I see these people who are singing so loudly. I hear these people singing and I see these people who are, are worshiping and, and are uh, just a, a visual encouragement. And those are, you know, some of the people that we would love to have up on the stage to be an encouragement to the church, like you've already been to me <laughs> as I've uh, watched you and heard you sing. And so, um, obviously COVID makes that a little difficult. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we don't want to, you know, be a, uh, we don't want to create something that's just going to spread a bunch of germs, but we do <laughs> want to, uh, we do think that's a priority and something that'll be a help to our congregation. So obviously stay tuned on that. Um, not exactly sure when that'll be feasible, but that's a plan that we have to help aid our church as we sing together. Hmm. That's good. You know, I think about Uriah coming in, in service and somebody told me the other day that, uh, that was sitting behind us <clears throat> that uh, they could tell Uriah looked up at me and saw my hand raised uh, and I wasn't even aware of it. And uh, and he looked up at me, then he raised his hand too. 
uh, and there's a formation that takes place. And just like, you know, we think the word, just like I don't remember everything I've eaten, uh, the word, uh, the, the food nourished me at the right time. The word of God does that. Uh, and then also does that through singing and encouraging and to a sense, not, not perfectly, but to a sense, we're kind of borrowing each other's faith a little bit and, and reminding mm-hmm. ourselves and loving each other by looking forward to, uh, to the Lord. So corporate worship, you know, if somebody's not involved in corporate worship, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a hurtful thing to their, uh, to their walk with the Lord and also walk with the congregation they've committed themselves to, to, uh, to encourage. And so uh, we can talk more about the, the cameras and things that'll be coming in later, but let's go on to service. You know, one of the things I, I know I want to articulate as we were talking about staff meetings that Jenny and John have discovered is with COVID, uh, there are more needs now to serve than ever. And here's why. It's it's as though, you know, it's like a sp- sports team whose depth chart has been ravaged by injuries. Uh, <laughs> and with this, you know, somebody's all of a sudden, they're, you know, their kid's got a slight fever, whereas in the past, uh, uh, you know, that the child could stay home. Now the whole family unit, you know, is supposed to stay home until they tell they're cleared. And so, you know, we've got, you know, it might be any given Sunday that there might be one, two, three, four, five, seven different spots that could happen that could open up on from connect team. Uh, you know, I know you've had several Sundays where, you, you know, you've had somebody on the worship team that, that have had to, uh, and rightfully so, but have had to, had to back out. I mean, at the zero hour, uh, so just an encouragement to our people to find a spot, uh, you know, as able in grace to, to be able to serve, uh, you know, pre-K ministry, you would make Jenny and John's day. If you said, Hey, put me on the depth chart. Uh, let me, uh, <laughs> let me be a blessing and serve. Cause there's going to be a lot of Sundays this fall more than ever, where we find ourselves just in, uh, just in serious need, uh, of, of people, uh, willing to minister to each other by serving, uh, and grace is a, a big time serving congregation. So there's no doubt in my mind that that's just a, that's a mark of who we are as a, and who the who grace has been well before, uh, they called, uh, you or, or me, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, in our family worship time, most recently we were studying, uh, Jesus washing the disciples feet and, uh, we've kind of challenged each other as a family to find ways to serve others. And sometimes there are jobs that are, that are needed to happen at the church that you kind of think, man, I don't know if I actually want to go (laughs) like, like sometimes, I mean, serving kids is dirty, but like, here's the deal. It's a joy to be able to lay your life down for someone else. And I mean, you're getting to, to, it's not just, it's not just, um, like, especially serving in, in kids ministry, it's not just uh, daycare. It is it is discipleship. You are mm-hmm. you are pouring into these children the truth of God's word, uh, making deposits. You know that will bear fruit in their life for all eternity. And so, it is a huge joy to be able to serve in various different ways, in ways that maybe you wouldn't normally think you would be able to do. But I would say, just open your open up your your eyes and your heart to the opportunities to serve the body. Yeah, and there's new ministry. I'm a clean team. There's different ways to be able to serve, and uh, and then just training in lives of service. Uh, you know, yeah. some ministry outside the walls that Lord provides as well. Uh, well, we go finally into the family, building community as a family, being renewed by the power of Christ's love, uh, and 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 that equals time. It equals investment uh, with one another. You know, I, I think a season singles in service ministry, how they love each other and care for each other. They uh, have times of fellowship, times of service. You know, they were uh, not too long ago, uh, they were responsible for not only baking some incredible cookies and treats, but delivering them to many of our pre-K uh, families. Uh, I'll tell you what, Linda Bailey makes the most unbelievable cookies. This is dangerous. I'm, I'm getting excited it's, just thinking about it, Stephen, quite honestly. It's so but, good, it's bad. 
for it's, me. Yeah, there's nothing bad about it. Just bring them <laughs> on. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's an example of a group serving together, fellowshipping together, encouraging each other. Uh, and that's that's it. It's prioritizing uh, being close together, close enough together to be able to hurt each other uh, in a way. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's I'm, I'm sad enough when somebody somebody leaves. It's it's uh, it's leaning in close enough that when a, a student graduates, your heart hurts because you love them and care for them. But you're excited for them to see what God's going to do in their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the same way, students being uh, being grievous, uh, you know, when a, when a family hurts or a senior adult hurts um, and wanting to love and care for them. That is a such a beautiful component of ministry. So that's that's one that has, even though we have connect events and things like that, uh, that's one that happens by taking an initiative to get to know somebody better, uh, minister to them and love them. Uh, that's that's family. That's multi-generational beauty right there. Yeah, it's beautiful to see how even such a diverse group of people like our church, uh, we're united through Christ. And it's so cool to see, like every, every Sunday I see people talking that outside of the church, there's no reason for them to be you know, no mm-hmm. like logical reason to put these right. people together, but because of Christ, we see people that are family now because of what the Lord has done for them. And so, I would just as a as a as a weekly challenge to our church, you know, go find people that are that are the outcasts. Go find people that are different than you, people that you've never seen before, um, and invite them to lunch if you feel like you can socially distance yourself enough and have lunch, or uh, even just talk for a moment outside of church and get to know some people that are. That you've never met before. Yeah, you know that takes a lot of courage, and uh, and John chapter eighteen that we're going to be looking at this Sunday, uh, Jesus models true courage. Uh, we see Peter demonstrate what appears to be an act of courage by swinging swinging that small sword uh, and taking off a, a man's ear. Uh, that looks like courage, and uh, that makes a great movie. Uh, act of courage. But Jesus models true courage. That's what we're going to be looking at this Sunday as we, of course, look forward to observing the Lord's Supper together uh, on on this coming Lord's Day. So, Stephen, I'm excited for that. Uh, I know next week uh, we're excited to hear. Uh, who do we have next week? Is it Amanda Johnson? Got Amanda Johnson. And then oh uh, the week after that, wow. it's probably going to be Jerry McCune. So we've got Unbelievable. Lots, of, lots of great things coming up. Wow. Well, I can't wait for that. And uh, until then, though, we'll look forward to seeing you this Sunday. See you guys. 